Hello and welcome to the Three Musketeers podcast. Introducing the brothers behind it, Hamid and Hissam Amiri. Join them on their journey as they discuss unconventional topics from different perspectives. Real experience with key speakers around the world. Welcome back to another episode with Three Musketeers podcast. It's myself, Hamid, yet again, and Hesam. And tonight we are joined with Paul Wilshaw, an award-winning creative technical designer who's also head of UX and UI at Blue Prism. Um, I don't think I've done it justice, but Paul, I'm going <laughs> to hand over to you and let you give yourself a brief intro before we jump into the topic. Cool. Thank you very much, Hamad. Uh, so yeah, I'm Paul Wilshaw. I'm head of UX and UI at Blue Prism and probably never heard of Blue Prism, but um, we are a hyper automation uh, software company and we deliver automation for a lot of back office kind of routines and things. But why I try and kind of specialize in is to make interfaces for humans to interact with automation, AI, machine learning, computer vision, all those um, hot buzzwords you uh, hear so much about in the news. Do you know what? That's um, We're going to unpick some of Paul's words. You just use the, you know, those buzzwords and see what they actually mean. Um, <laughs> yep. Paul, welcome to our podcast. Um, we, oh, me and Paul got connected um, randomly, uh, but I'm so <laughs> glad we did. And I think the topic we, we picked for tonight is AI, artificial intelligence. I think probably for our audience, when we say artificial intelligence, AI, they, you know, imagine, what's the movie I'm thinking of? Terminator. Terminator, Terminator. that's the one. Yeah. What is the, they called, you know, the, the company that's going to be in the movie? Skynet. 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 That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I am such a geek uh, on movies. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Paul, oh, do you yeah. work for Skynet? I, I Kind of, uh, <laughs> not no, not really. Um, you know, in that film, uh, James Cameron paints a bleak picture of robots yeah. and AI, and you, they take over the world. Um, I don't think our software is going to take over the world anytime soon, but it probably has more impacts than people realise, and how. Kind of even simple things like uh, when you buy a mobile phone is a mm. prime example where AI comes into it. So you go into the shop or online nowadays, um, when you buy a handset, all the yeah. things that happen in the background that um, you end up getting the handset gets delivered to you. And behind the scenes, it's like magic. So people create an account, set up direct debits, do credit checks, link up the IMEI of that phone, so the unique identifier, the SIM card, activate it, and it comes to your door, you turn it on, and it all works. But there's a lot of things that go behind the scenes when you, uh, you know, kind of unpick that and, you know, realize there's a lot of data entry, which generally humans are rubbish at. So, um, we, you know, we're not very accurate at typing things in. I'm rubbish at uh, autocorrecting text on uh, when I send messages. This is another example of machine learning, actually, uh, is, you know, a lifesaver. It kind of like, well, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. Uh, it's kind of like, Don't say that, Paul. You're going to scare the audience. 
I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How many times though have you send a text message and they've they've it's auto corrected just as you send the send, else. send button. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it changes but, the whole meaning. <laughs> so, but you know what? You yeah. but you know what? You've highlighted something interesting because yep. the whole purpose of you know today episode uh, or to a degree is talk about you know the, the use of artificial intelligence and what you've highlighted in a, in a very simple example is without us knowing it's already and again i don't want to scare the audience because they're going to go oh my god they've already taken over but it's already yeah. seamless in our day-to-day life day-to-day life yeah, yeah and it's helping us without us realizing yeah so first question should we be scared of ai um no <laughs> I'm, I'm a little pause. hesitant there, <laughs> um, only because in the wrong hands, yeah, totally. So, you know, if we, if we give it to some sort of megalomaniac who wants to build Terminator robots, then yeah, we should be worried. But uh, not scaring anybody, AI is super helpful. It helps us to do everything from even making our phone calls clearer, making, you know, our smart devices. I don't want to say the names because anybody listening, all their smart devices go off <laughs> and they'll get sent random things from uh, Amazon and uh, places like that. So it's already there, but it's kind of that invisible layer of technology that a lot of people don't really see. And Hollywood, you know, Terminator and many other films, uh, iRobot, there was one. uh, Yeah, and they're all depicted as evil machines that take over the world. But you know, can, could we do without our smart speakers nowadays? You know, it's just those little simple, easy things that help us through. And even when we use our devices, our smartphones, there's lots and lots of AI that goes on there. So when we take a photo, that actually seems like a really simple interaction. You know, you hold up your phone, you press a button, Apologies, my uh, <laughs> that's a bit of AI in the background. It's <laughs> so... Skynet have listened. Skynet and just, is reading me. Prompted, yeah. <laughs> they're just prompted for. <laughs> um, so it's already happening. So it's it's those seamless interactions that it kind of like really you know we take for granted. And you know when we press that button on the shutter, taking a photo with our smartphones, yeah. the AI there is doing a lot of legwork for us. So it auto corrects the lighting, it tidies your skin up, uh, makes you look less older. Um, there's a good post online where you can see from generation to generation of iPhones Mm. each picture gets slightly the same person gets slightly younger on each generation because yeah because the AI is getting better and better and it's making those pictures super clear without having a mega expensive SLR camera you know there's all the f-stops there's the apertures all manner of things going there and it works out all those in about a second and you've got now with the latest smartphones you know as soon as you press uh, take a photo whatever light mm. it corrects for it and you've got almost a perfect picture depends what you're shooting but uh yeah um, it does yeah and it's um but you know what what you've highlighted amazing. what you've highlighted is you know for for users um who this is in their field 
um, yeah. you know, technology uh, as a whole or, or understanding AI. I think what your example is is an easy one to digest. Uh, like I'm trying to visualize because it's easy to see it. You, you know, the, you have your filter, for example, in the likes of Instagram and Snapchat yeah. and etc. What you're saying, and, and again, the reason I'm repeating for the users is we easily just flick through those different filters and it changes you know uh the way you look and i don't know puts a pigeon on your head or a cat on your shoulder um (laughs) all those random (laughs) all those random ones um what you're saying that artificial intelligent reading the movement of the you know where the face is where the eye is where the lip is and projects that filter on it that's a very simplistic example of artificial intelligence yeah i think i like that because you can visualize it yep it happens every day yeah so people take like at least two selfies a day it's crazy so you know kind of Paul, like you know, just, twice you a day take two selfies a day have you just told the audience that you know you take two selfies a day i'd probably take more <laughs> 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 um, but I, I think it was on yeah i was, I was uh, watching something the other day and i think the average people take 660 photos a year Oh, wow. So that's, yeah. And so, and, you know, kind of thinking about that as well, all the storage of those photos and what, um, if anyone's ever seen the uh, HBO comedy Silicon Valley, it's kind of based on lots and lots of photos. And, and behind the premise of that, well, they made a tech company that compressed images. And that was the main thing about it, uh, compressed images to such a super uh, amount. But actually, it was it's based on fact that so when we take all those photos, it gets stored in the cloud, and all those photos get compressed in a smart way that by AI and machine learning, that they can, same as like humans' eyes, we see our peripheral vision. Uh, yeah. And our brain kind of makes up what's going on on the side because we haven't got perfect vision at the side of our heads and our brain kind of fills in those gaps. Yeah. And that's exactly what AI is doing when it compresses these images. It takes out loads of sky and then fills it in later when you next want to see it. And that oh, happens wow. in a matter of seconds. I know it's kind of super crazy to think, you know, kind of every time you do this, you know, simple thing, there's all so these much intricate goes on. things behind the scenes. Yeah, you're hundred yeah. percent right. Yeah, and to be fair, it leads nicely to. I think you mentioned, <laughs> you know, machine learning. So we've debunked AI. If if you could, in <laughs> a, a sentence, say, <laughs> if you could, in a sentence, say, machine learning and deep yep. learning, what what yep. those what, in a one liner or or a paragraph, how Ooh. would you describe those for the audience? Yeah, definitely. So machine learning is a subset of artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning kind of does what it says on the tin. So it's a machine that learns actions and repetitive things. Uh, I suppose a really good example of machine learning that everybody's probably familiar with is filters on social media. So when you put things in social media, then behind the scenes it'll look at all those keywords and then say oh this is trending you may be interested in this and it will learn your actions your likes 
you know, YouTube is a, another good example of this. And, you know, all those recommended next videos. Oh, we think you may like this video. We may think you like this video. It's not, you know, a little person sitting in a machine somewhere. <laughs> like, uh, it's actually, you know, that's a computer doing a lot of heavy algorithms behind the scenes. So, you know, if no one's familiar with algorithms, it's basically they're just computer programs mm. that link up uh you know kind of if you want to do this you think you'd like this if you're looking at this you want to like this so you know if you love love island not that i do just as an example paul's, uh, if you, paul's taking two selfies paul, a day see secrets know, are coming I'm out watch, I'm, I'm, <laughs> painting, <laughs> I'm painting a bleak picture of myself aren't i <laughs> <laughs> If, if you're watching loads of content around Love Island, then it will likely suggest something like X on the Beach or another version or something else. And Netflix does this as well. And, you know, it pesters you about, oh, Paul, we think you you watch this program. We think you'll like this program next. Uh, and that is all machine learning is. And it's all those smart suggestions that make it really easy for people to consume more content or kind of another thing would be to do routines and you know your phone learns your routine and it'll suggest different apps on the different time of day or it'll look at your location and suggest you might want a shopping app or uh, you're near you know a big coffee chain you know do you want to purchase coffee so all those kind of things behind the scenes that is machine learning in a nutshell well no that's a big shell <laughs> i think uh to the users out there the best example i can give is on your spotify or itunes yeah it, it has morning uh, playlist and afternoon playlist and evening playlist mine is always funny because morning is calm music and then in the afternoon <laughs> evening it goes to like hardcore rap and grime and I'm going, Oh, okay, now he knows I'm in work and work is finished. So nice. <laughs> So he's sort of trying to say, You need to listen to this. Yep. Yeah, but that's the thing though. I think as as yeah. as as Paul mentioned, is it can be I guess if you if you don't know it, it can be quite, you know, you know, scary that oh my god, yeah. you know, you've got this algorithm that's learned about me. But if you put it into examples where you know, your recommended uh, shows is, is trying to be helpful by yeah. working out your habits rather than trying to be harmful by, I don't know, I'm going to use example, you know, Skynet again, like, you know, it's it's here to take over <laughs> life. So I think that's yeah. a perfect example between you and Hassan about machine learning. I think yep. deep learning, even I'm not uh, familiar with that term. Uh, yeah. So Paul, as you're the, you're the expert, I'm going to throw <laughs> your way. And, and say, you know, how would you describe deep learning? Is that a new terminology? Yeah, it's a hyper uh, extension of machine learning. And it's it's a bit of a startup fluff, uh, deep learning. Um, where it's basically is just machine learning, but actually it combines a lot more things. So deep learning combines uh, things like computer vision, with machine learning and then some parts of AI and then that deep learning is so it combines all those things together to create that real 
big pattern of everything. So I suppose kind of like going back to your human brain and how it takes in information, you know, deep learning is all those senses put together. So like touch, sight, hearing, smell, taste, that's deep learning. Wow. I think the name just came from Google with uh, DeepMind. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's, it's, it's for think, me. I'm, I'm just looking. It's, I'm just looking at it blankly. I was like, "Oh, for me, this is like this is way above my pay grade about deep learning." <laughs> and, you know, all I knew was AI and you know Skynet and you know iRobot. What Paul's yeah, talking yeah. about? I'm like, Phew, I'm glad oh, we got yeah. Paul as a guest because he's actually. I'm just going, "Oh wow, I've I've been. Uh, I can't even claim on technical anymore." Um, <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I suppose another another link to uh, deep learning is you may have heard of deep fakes. Yes. Um, yes. So. If you've uh, heard of deep fakes, there's an app. Is it called Face Swap? Yes, it is. Where, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you can pitch yourself and you put yourself and then merge yourself with uh, like Johnny Depp or someone else. Uh, and then you become a character from a film and you, it, it turns it all into video. Some people even do deep fakes and they do voice and sounds and they can change their voice to be a news presenter and give yeah. fake news to around the world. So that's pretty scary in the wrong hands, but also in the right hands, what that can do then, you know, it's things like computer games could really take advantage of that. So that means, you know, we don't have to have an actor go into a green screen, have loads of dots on their suit. Yeah. Somebody can actually just hold the phone up and become a video game character, which is absolutely uh, fascinating. I don't know if you've seen the film uh, Ready Player One, uh, where everybody's living in a VR world. Um, I think I've it's seen kind of, bits of it. Yeah, and it's kind of that you that escapism, you become anybody, but it has applications for, you know, there's, I keep saying that uh, movie stars can now live on forever. You know, we could see George Clooney in another thousand films going on. They've already done this in, like, the new Star Wars films and computer-generated characters into, you know, that have now sadly passed away, into kind of, like, new scenes to keep them going. And I think there's a new film coming out with um, James Dean. And James Dean, again, another actor who sadly passed away, they're recreating this actor for, you know, modern Hollywood films. So it's quite exciting, Slightly worrying if you're a brand new actor trying to make your way into the business, but you could be the person behind George Clooney 2.0. So who knows? <laughs> no, but you're 100% right. And I think for some users, example, Deepfake probably was in Channel 4 getting in trouble. I think they Deepfaked the Queen. Um, yes. For, yeah. Was that for the Christmas? Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Christmas uh, message, the speech. And again, a different type of audience. Um, there was a discussion about a final scene in Mandalorian um, and yes. was it deep faked? I'm not going to give it away because I'll see a spoiler <laughs> alert, but there was a, there was a scene of an actor who's still around, but they, yep. um, they were, they were saying was he or she I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be very neutral here to not, not give it like away it. at all. Does, you know, what uh, did he or she, uh, was it deep faked or was it, um, you know, your typical CGI? 
who was this who and she just I, just I, do I a spoilers for the I people can't, <laughs> i can't i can't but yeah. but uh, paul a deep fake yeah. i've seen and there's a there's a youtube channel i i watch when they talk about the the use of deep fake and how yeah. it's much more easier and clever and they suggest in the world of cgi uh yep. and in the movie making actually might use uh, deep fake a lot more because it's cheaper uh from a from a cost perspective uh yeah. then heavy cgi uh, sort of that they typically do there's that whole film with robert de niro when he's 50 or th- years younger that went to netflix yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's deep fake though i think he actually acted out but yeah they made yeah, yeah. his face artificially yeah, yeah but that's point. but you're right that's where and again paul mentioned that's where your artificial intelligence yeah, comes in and, and coming back to your field paul because yeah. obviously you're a ui and ux expert obviously for me this is as far as it goes a user <laughs> interface and user experience yep, is definitely. what they stand for i think before yeah, paul, yeah. before corrects me and say no, no it's no. not um, <laughs> how <laughs> thanks i asked paul before we, we jumped on so i you know i look like i know what i'm talking about um, <laughs> um so those two and also your expertise yep. how does ai or, or machine learning comes into play and also where do you see the future of user experience and user interface and the the use of S, you know ai going forward oh well it, it's massive it's um you know it's behind everything i think we're at the tip of the iceberg now in terms of ai machine learning and what we're kind of getting into is invisible user interfaces so it's thinking about how the user would interact with something i'm quite passionate about the one button experience and you know a few smart devices that have a similar thing where you press one button and it does whatever your mood fancies so you know you press a button and your smart speaker mm-hmm. and it will then you know kind of do whatever command you tell it to do but then that can take even further so for example ai when you're when we can travel again uh what ai machine learning things like that when we go to do a flight it can be a really seamless experience of you know you maybe not in the future have to even take your passport out you could automatically just check in with it have some sort of smart contactless thing maybe even do it through your mobile phone and then you just get straight onto the plane and all that in between is just that invisible seamless layer and we're kind of seeing a few things like that now but there's also those heavy ai things that you know and what i like to think i do is make complex interactions really simple and i have a design principle that um is kind of i do all the hard work and all the developers do all the hard work so it should be seamless and effortless for anybody using ai and it should never be you know you have to have a computer science degree and phd to use ai should be for the masses and people just being able to press a button and it does exactly what they need i i kind of also think in terms of how we create those things as well i i say that i've wrote a blog about this um that in 10 years time design will be dead it's a bit ott 
But essentially, what we could do is if you want to create a basic website, you could just type in, I want a hero image, I want to put in a shop, and then it will automatically generate whatever website you want. And then it'll optimize it for that market, that audience, whoever you're trying to target. It'll even write the exact copy you want to write. So, you know, kind of scary that it'll put people out jobs, but actually there'll be other jobs and coming off the back of that, you know, there'll be jobs that we don't even have job names for yet. Um, I say kind of like kids, they'll be doing jobs that have no names uh, yet uh, mm. and we'll be making them up at the spot. Not on the spot, but uh, we'll be making them up and they'll be defining kind of like brand new job areas on there. So it's, it's all really interesting stuff. I think Paul has, has stolen um, one next point that... Um... We want to ask him on. Sorry. Um, that's okay. <laughs> um, should we... I think you, you touched on your blog. Yep. I'm actually quite interested. So what do you think AI would look like in the future? Like 10, 15? That's, I, I was going to say, let's do a round table in like in our fields. Okay. Where do we think AI will be? Oh, in our fields. Yeah, yeah. And will we have a job in 10 years' time? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Definitely. Okay. Who, do you wanna... Starting with... Uh, Paul as the guest, and that's then, true, and it gives us time to think oh, of something. You. Yeah, of <laughs> something on the spot. Yeah, Paul, like or it, yours. Like it. Uh, so, oh gosh, will my job exist in fifteen years? Should we say fifteen? Yeah, let's go fifteen. Okay, okay. Will my job exist in fifteen years? No, uh, I don't think it will. In in especially in the way it is now, the exact way. I mean, if you think fifteen years ago, there was no iPhones, there was no smartphones, you know, that's a whole industry that's kind of sprung up that never existed 15 years ago. I think, yeah, I'd be surprised if I'm doing the same thing in 15 years time. Let's put it that way. I might be just saying, you know, hey, my computer, design this for me. And that that would be quite nice. Take the hassle out of things. <laughs> so, wow. It'd be good. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's similar kind of like to, you know, I don't think the next generation will learn to drive because autonomous cars will take oh, wow. that away from people. That's very interesting. That is... Yeah. Um, you're 100% right because the whole car industry, obviously Tesla um, being the, one of the first ones. Um, yeah. Elon Musk, if you're listening to this, you know, you can jump on our podcast and we can talk about Tesla. Um, you know, just, just <laughs> He's if too he, busy buying Bitcoin. Just... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just in case he's listening. Yeah. He's um, hanging out on Clubhouse. That's where he, he is. <laughs> yeah, he broke Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. I, believe it. I tried to join to his thing and it just broke, crashed on me. Oh. All right. Can we can we dial down a technical conversation about Clubhouse and all yeah. this, you know, buzzwords yeah. you, you two, you two <laughs> throwing around? <laughs> um, no, but I think I think you're right about cars and, and autonomous. But I think what I never pictured is, you're right, the next generation, would they need to learn how to drive how weird will that be um because yeah. our generation and the generation before us all you look forward to obviously if you're in uk by the time i'm 17 i want to do my theory and practical and get my first car and now would it be a test and you know what would be yeah. the test um okay you know what's interesting i don't actually know the stats but i wonder how many people know how to drive manual now <laughs> compared to automatic totally i think it's a lot less that's yeah. an organic transition from what it used to be comfortable 
to you know automatic and let's not forget that i want to say most uh, companies if not uk have said by end of 2030 you know they you know yeah. they're not there's gonna be no combustion engines or they can't buy a brand new combustion engine so it's it's very fascinating um yeah, totally i'm gonna go next so hesam you got a bit more time uh, i hope i still have a job in 15 years time that's my first thing um what will i be i think my job will be around in 15 years time uh, i hope so um that's that's wishful thinking sounded like <laughs> that's wishful thinking yeah you're right Positive. um i think at the moment i'm in the i'm in the legal sector i can see and it's already something that is happening i can see a lot of stuff that is repetitive and you know manual that is happening will go away you know uh, i'm already in conversation one of the things I'm looking at is um, RPA, which, you know, maybe we'll have a different uh, day to talk about, it, you know, robotic process automation, which kind of leads to what we're talking about here. But it looks at what is repetitive, uh, what can you build logic to it and let a robot do it rather than human being because it's not going to make a mistake and you don't have to, you know, pay them. They don't have to take a break. They can work 24 hours. So I can see a lot of that coming into play, a lot of automation, a lot of AI, how customers interact Within 10, 15 years, you know, the whole legal sector, the whole court system, would it be different? I mean, right now, they've adapted to, you don't necessarily have to have courtrooms. You, it's all gone, it's virtual. So has COVID pushed or accelerated the use of technology, which could lead more to AI? I mean, again, seen from a movie, can you imagine in 15 years time, you have an AI that can detect if the person is telling a tr- well actually it's already there well, why am i saying ai the person tells the truth or, or lies so when you're standing on a court you know the whole guilty no guilty and asking questions can you imagine if if you're a criminal you that's it you're screwed i was laughing but paul back me up am i not am i just describing a scene from a movie or that's kind of what it could be seems like yeah, a doctor who episode my, minority report i think <laughs> yes. yeah that's what's wicked but, like, yeah yeah but that's uh, probably what it is yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, kind of, you know, imagine kind of like police time could be massively saved. Uh, you know, if all of a sudden they knew kind of where criminals were, they knew if you'd done something wrong, you know, there's that could be a massive saving on, you know, people, you know, just feeling safe on the streets and things like that. Wow. Yeah. Yes, we're going to throw your way um, <laughs> and say, where do you see yourself? And it's like the typical interview, interview. question. Where do you want where to be you, in five years? Where do you want to be in five years' time? <laughs> this question is different. Do you think you will have a job in fifteen years' time? Ooh, um, within the ad world, um, online ad world, it's it's happening now in an essence because Google is the number one technology company, okay. so they push in what they call smart stuff, which is they're ai based so you say i want to sell this and then they go figure out and do it so before we used to do it uh, as in so that before was a manual like as in you go okay this is what i want to sell this is the copy yeah this is who i want to target but now you just say i want to sell this you put the parameters you put if you the want to call it off, and then it gives you of yeah how much you want to spend wow so it's it's already happening um within the ad world which is scary in a way but it's also make a lot of jobs easier. But I think I'll have a, there'll be a job, maybe more of overview of looking at it. It'd be easier job in a way. Yeah. yeah. Or you could be a, 
you know, podcast. Um, a podcast uh, host. Host. For, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't see robots totally. replacing me on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, you know, who's going to click the button and scroll? Oh, thank you. Is that what I do? <laughs> scroll down and put, put me on mute. <laughs> uh, no, but like there was something else I saw last week. So there's a lot of people testing copies being written by AI. So they just put a bunch of words and then the computer writes the paragraph for mm. an article base. Oh, wow. So the, there's, that is already, people are already testing that. But is it 10, 15 years away? Is it going to be perfect? That is the, yeah. there'll wow. be a lot of web pages that won't be built by humans in 10 years. Oh, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm sure I've read somewhere that there was a test done. I think, was it a blog? I know you have users on Twitter, they've done that ages ago, where you test out a, a, a fake user, but it wasn't actually user, it was a bot responding. That's where your, your chatbot comes in. That's, you know, the infancy of chatbot, uh, which again, funny enough, is something that it's normal now. If you go yeah. to banks and Amazon and whatever, you have a chatbot that says, how can I help you? And there's an algorithm, exactly what Paul described earlier, then the algorithm that says, these are your options. It's Hamid's asking this, okay, does he mean X, Y, Z? Looks at data and it gives you the answer before you know it. Um, but yeah, so that's a round table, you know, as you mentioned. So what we're saying is all three of us will, you know, will either be jobless or we'll have to just resort to podcasts. We should do like a five-year renewal, yeah. come back and then do an episode and be like, hey, five years time, where are we? <laughs> Paul would have created the AI platform that we feel like we're talking to Paul, but it's not. He's just sitting there um, watching that yeah. Netflix show. And what was the, sh- the SX? What did, what did Paul say earlier? He said the show. Love Island. Yeah, Love, Love Island. Island. Love Island. Just yeah. We're watching the Love Island. Uh, and then <laughs> we'll pretend we're talking to Paul. Um, that, that's Definitely. to me. That's fascinating in a round table. Do yeah. we still want to cover Paul? Where, where do you think AI could take us in the future oh it's limitless really it's um it's kind of down to you know where we want to take it i think where probably we've got to catch up is on the legislation and governance of ai um but soon we'll be having laws passed like we do for apologies it needs to be an AI platform to uh, play a, play a soothing song so the dogs can, uh, can uh, be distracted. <laughs> That's where AI should come in. Machine learning. Definitely, definitely. Out what's wrong with them? I just yeah. worked out. Paul, like serious question. Do you feel like yes. we could be in few years' time? There could be a program which understands dogs. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally, totally. There's, um, in fact, there is marine biology. They already use AI machine learning to decipher dolphin, uh, oh, speaking wow. to each other. And they've worked out, I think this, I read, read about this last year and they've worked out a lot of the basic, um, conversations that dolphins have and they they were really surprised they actually tell each other jokes uh, and and they kind of like go oh do you see that fish it had really funny eyes and they they actually kind of make themselves laugh um oh, which is yeah you, know, you just wouldn't you just wouldn't think but um it's yeah so, so that's already happening so i i should imagine um if you've ever seen the uh the film up uh, there's uh, a dog on there that has a yeah. little device on its neck, and then it uh, turns the tra- out yeah, that yeah. it can you know, speak. But, um, but you know what? Let's the, 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 <laughs> Sam has lost it. He's still lost it. The dog is laughing, and uh, <laughs> no, because I could just imagine the person is listening. Goes, oh, let's see what dolphin says, and they're just like making fun of other fishes. They're going, oh, okay. 
This is like us. They just this is the life of a dolphin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But look, this is the, um, best, the best the best sales line is li- literally this. In five years' time, in six years' time, or ten years' time, AI could help audience out there to know what your dog is barking about. So when you have a yeah. meeting, you can you can you can you can tell them something or they understand what you're saying. Um, the same goes with babies. You know, I think there's been lots of research about, you know, what you know, when a baby cries you know what are they craving is it food if they you know uh yeah. need a change of nappy all that stuff i know we're joking but that's where ai could really take us oh yeah yeah totally and you know that that kind of thing is happening it's happening out there tech companies are already doing things like this and you know the our baby monitors have gone even the last 10 years you know I, you know, it used to be just sounds, uh, and you'd kind of have to go upstairs and have a look. But now it's video feeds that goes across the internet. And then the next one will be like, um, you'll get like a, an app on your phone and your smart speakers will just say, Hey, your baby needs some milk. Uh, hey, your baby needs changing. And it just, yeah, it'll cut out that kind of guesswork. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Yeah. So that, that's really exciting. That's really exciting. You know, having so, that two two way conversation with a baby. <laughs> um and I think it probably leads to, you know, we talked about AI, uh, you know, deep learning, machine learning. What would be your words of wisdom for obviously I think we've debunked AI isn't scary and you you you're right. Anything, yeah. any anything technology based for the right purposes, it could make a huge difference and benefit in society and people's lives. Yeah. Uh, and potentially translating their dogs and kids. Uh, not that I'm comparing <laughs> yeah, totally. the two, but it's just an example. Um, yep. I think what would be if someone wants to get to this field of yep. you know artificial intelligence, uh, deep learning, machine learning, what would be your advice? What would be the way in uh, for the audience out there? It doesn't matter what age, because some people want to get into it very young. Some people might just listen to you know a podcast and say, actually, I want to learn more about. This. I want to discover what lions say. Someone could say that and then be like, I need to learn AI. Yeah, a weird so, example, but yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, any. You want to get into any field of AI. I think there's such a wealth of information out there. That's one of the benefits of an AI. Uh, you can do, uh, you know, Google search and find absolutely anything. But, uh, you know, kind of tinkering around, I suggest um, Raspberry Pi is a really good entry level way to get into AI. And I, a few years ago, I set up a bit of a computer vision demo just using a raspberry pi and a camera on it i think it was like 35 quid wrote a bit of code that basically cut and paste from websites uh and then taught the raspberry pi which way my coffee mug was up whether it was up down or left and right um Mm. so loads of loads of things out there that people really want to get into it but i think as well what you don't realize there's so many different roles as well to do with AI. You don't have to be into code. You know, you can do kind of like mine, the fluffy side, the design side, but you know, you can do the management side, the governance side, the legal side, you know, all those kind of things. So there's a whole brand new amount of people behind AI that is, you know, staggering really. And it's only going to grow, isn't it, really? Yeah, let's be honest. Totally, 
totally. Um, just to clarify, the Raspberry Pi that Paul referring to, um, um, so just for you, because obviously you know you're not you're not in the technical field. It's not a physical <laughs> Raspberry Pi. It's an, it's I, a, I, I, I I know. Oh yeah, so I should have explained. Piece of shit. Yeah, it's not like I googled as Paul was saying Raspberry Pi. You know, I I, I knew what it was. Some poor person eating a Raspberry Pi while listening to this going, huh? It's got a camera. Yeah. <laughs> There's codes in it. Um, if you're lucky, no, I, maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> but no, I think I think Paul's um, hit on his uh, on a head that you know AI. I think the, the topic of AI we've debunked it. That look, the reality is, is made our life easier. It will. It's embedded in our society, and not in a bad way, in a good way that we don't even realize uh, we're using it. Um, as Paul mentioned, if you want to get into it, um, if you just put AI, um, then the AI knows you're looking for it and it'll come find you and it'll be in your Raspberry <laughs> Pi uh, with a camera, uh, it'll monitor you and it will listen to your dogs and it will translate uh, what your dog is saying. Uh, is that a good? Is that the way you should end the podcast? I think that's a perfect summary. Yeah, uh, do you know what? I think if someone comes in towards the end of the podcast and I just that should that, be the trailer. What is AI? And just, you explain that. <laughs> Oh God! I think do you know what, but we'll, we'll, I think I'd love to just leave it there. A- AI, it's a, it's a piece of technology. Uh, it's it's Skynet. That's what it is. Skynet. If you're listening to us from the future, please join us on our podcast. We'd love to talk to you. Obviously, by the time they're listening to us, Skynet could talk. You know, it might be um, it'll have a face projected by you know R two D two be here as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Why not? Um, yeah, but yeah. Before we talk about, uh, before we question Hessa on is, is it Star Wars? Is it is it uh, Star Wars? Just to make sure I said the right one. Yeah. What's the other one? Um, Star Trek. Whew, whew, I got it wrong almost there for a second. Uh, <laughs> I can kill for that. But no, seriously, um, Paul, it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure oh. talking about AI and what it stands for uh, and how it's made our life easier. What we'll do if anyone wants to reach out to Paul directly, uh, we'll put his. His personal contact details on, <laughs> on the bio. Oh, no. oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe two selfies. Me, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe two fresh selfies that Paul's taken that day. We'll put that on a bio as well. Um, but no, Sissy, <laughs> Paul, it's been an absolute blast talking about you know Likewise. your experience. Um, what is AI, deep learning, and machine learning? And if anyone do want to find out, we will put a link to some sort of contact yourself for Paul on social yeah. media, and they can reach out to you. Perfect, Paul. All I'm going to say yep. is big thank you. Um, oh, please pleasure. send our regards to Skynet. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. and uh, I'm sure we'll get you on on another episode before the five years you know, anniversary oh. while you're watching um, Love Island. Uh, and we'll talk about <laughs> uh, maybe you know RPA and what does that mean or, or, or something yes. else. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's been uh, such a blast talking about this with you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Three Musketeers, hosted by Hamid and Hissam Amiri. Don't forget to share and follow, as more thought-provoking episodes with guests around the world will be appearing soon. See you soon.